In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday of the third week of Easter. Today being the third day of May 2022, we celebrate the feast of Saints Philip and James both were apostles and martyrs. Friends, let us call upon the Spirit of God to come upon us and deepen us, deepen in us the knowledge of God and His Word. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come, oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Beloved children of God, the title of my homily today is The Gifts of Apostolic Courage and Faith. The Gift of Apostolic Courage and the Gift of Faith. The first reading today is taken from the very first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 15, from verse 1 to verse 8. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John, chapter 14, from verse 6 to verse 14. One thing that is very peculiar about the St. Philip, whose feast we celebrate today alongside that of St. James, is the apostolic courage of St. Philip. In the Gospel today, when Jesus told the apostles that he is to go back to the Father and told them he is the way, the truth, and the life, Philip asked, Lord, show us the Father and we shall be satisfied. He took a whole lot of courage for Philip to have asked this question. You know, especially when you are dealing with not just your superior, but a superior who is not just human, but also supernatural. Who is not just supernatural, but who is God himself. Divinity operating in humanity. God operating in human form. There is rarely the grounds to have the courage to ask questions, especially when he speaks with authority about a given topic. And that is why in many instances in the gospel, the various, both in the synoptic gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and even in the gospel of John, many instances, Jesus was presented as the apostles not being able to ask him about a particular event or incident that they could not comprehend in totality, especially after his resurrection. Many times that he manifested himself to the apostles, they were too afraid to ask him if it was truly him until he opened their eyes to recognize him to be the risen Lord. Now, the good thing about this gift of apostolic courage is that it opens us up to the right knowledge of God and His will and even His ways. 
because of consequence upon this questioning that came from Philip to Jesus Christ, Jesus will now take his time to explain in a an, in a more detailed manner who he was in his relationship with God the Father. He made it clear to them, he and God the Father are one. To have seen him is to have seen God the Father. In all that he has taught them, he taught them by the authority of God the Father, not just by his own personal authority. This is because the Trinitarian God always works as a communion of one God or a community of one God in an undivided unity. Yet, they have no, they don't have any loss or they don't suffer the loss of this identity of each of these three persons in one God. And so, Philip's question created a platform through which Jesus Christ imparted his apostles with the right knowledge of himself and of God the Father that they hadn't before now. And the same happened in the first reading. St. Paul recounting how God himself in the person of Jesus Christ revealed himself after the resurrection of Christ Jesus to all the early disciples and apostles. And he gave the sequence of this revelation to various individuals and groups. And last of them all was himself. This only happened because of the courage to want to learn and to want to deepen one's knowledge of Christ. And once we are deepened in our knowledge of Christ, he can now also impart us with a gift of faith. Today, Jesus tells us, after explaining himself and the nature of his relationship and personality with God the Father, he teaches that whatever we ask the Father in faith, and we do not doubt that, and we ask that in his name, the Father does it. Again, emphasizing the oneness of God the Father and God the Son. And then, God the Holy Spirit. Because God the Holy Spirit is the agency through which the Trinitarian God carry out all of its, all of his um, activities. Beloved children of God, let us imitate the apostles of old, especially Philip and also James who will, through the gift of apostolic courage, go beyond every barrier to seek deeper knowledge of God. Today, we desire less of knowledge of God and more of God knowing us. We desire God knowing us more than we desire knowing God in truth and in spirit. We want God to know us in our situations. We want God to know about our stories. We want God to know about our, our, our afflictions. We want God to know about our desires. We want God to understand us. We want God to follow us where we want to go. We want God to, to if you like, literally want to take the lead. God should understand why we do what we do. And when we don't do what we don't do. God should understand why we fall away from him and why we don't fall away from him. God should understand why we deal with others the way we deal with them and why we don't the way we don't. God should understand why we say what we say, why we do what we do, and why we refuse to do what we don't do. Beloved children of God, 
It should be the other way around. We should seek to know God and know Him in truth and in spirit. Understand Him in order to be able to follow Him as our God. Jesus says He is the way. To have seen Him is to have seen the Father. We must learn to humble ourselves, but courageous enough to seek the true knowledge of Christ. Yes, we may not be able to know Him exhaustively because He's a mystery, but that does not remove the fact that God is knowable. Already he is unknowing. So we don't need to drag him to knowing us. He knows us and knows everything about us. It is our responsibility to seek the face of God and to seek to know him. Philip did that. James did that. The apostles did that. Paul did that. The early disciples did that. Because of their quest, they tarried and waited upon the Lord. Christ revealed himself to them. Here the revelation of Christ is to impart knowledge. The knowledge of the person of God. And so in our generation, a lot of people have the knowledge of the written scriptures, but they hardly have the knowledge of the God behind that written scriptures. They know the written word of God, but they don't know the living word of God, the person of Jesus Christ. Let us go beyond citations of, of biblical um, passages and knowing the biblical God himself through the person of Jesus Christ, of course. And when we do, we now realize how much we depend on Christ to assess God the Father and through Christ Jesus to receive all the blessings and the good things we desire of God. Yes, God desires to bless us and it is our right to be blessed. But this cannot happen unless we have the true knowledge of God through Jesus Christ. And we cannot have this knowledge until we gain that courage to begin to inquire more and more into the person of God. When we do, true knowledge of God will give us also the gift of faith. Because when you know what God is able to do, when you know the person of God, the nature of God, how God wants you to live your life, then you can put your faith in Him, in all things and at all times, following Him step by step all the way. As we anticipate the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, let us pray earnestly for the gifts of knowledge, apostolic courage, the gift of faith, alongside all the gifts and other blessings that we desire from God through the person of Jesus Christ. And God, honoring the word of his Son, Jesus Christ, will grant all we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And please don't forget to key into our beginning of the month intensive prayers in Novena as we pray together with Psalms 127, 128, Haggai chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 9, and the prophet Daniel chapter 10 from verse 1 to verse 13. And God himself will hear our prayers from heaven since we are asking all our prayers through Jesus Christ, and he will speedily grant them all through the same Christ 
our Lord. Amen.